Hello and welcome to another episode of No Low Time. My name is Sobet Velas and with me, it's the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, No Low Time? Obed, good to be with you today, I, sir. I noticed that you were bracing for a snarky intro, sir. Always. You gotta be ready. <laughs> Uh, after last week, you have week, good ones. You got good ones. Yeah, yeah. After after last week, I was like, you're like, oh man, where was it going? Okay, okay, okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good man. How are you? How's it going, dude? Oh man, I'm doing great. Doing great. You know, uh, over this last uh, holiday weekend, took advantage of that three dollar uh, cinema sale going on. Was able to go out and actually catch the uh, Spider Man. Fun more Spider-Man No Way Home fun oh, stuff yeah. edition, I think is what they refer to it as. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, essentially about eight, eleven minutes more of footage, different stinger at the end. Um opening of the movie, they had a fun little message from Tom Holland, Toby, and Andrew. Um, just thanking everyone for for really supporting it, making it the big success that it was. Um and then really just random extended sequences, mostly just from a humor standpoint, uh, nothing serious. Like, Oh my goodness, this incredible deleted scene. That's why they referred to it as it's the more fun edition. It just added more, more, more smile and laughter. Uh, so the overall experience of the movie, it could see why they definitely cut out the stuff that they, that they had here, but still, um, cool to, to have it almost like deleted scenes still inserted into the film, like almost like a director's cut. So I like, I like that. Uh, and there was one sequence in particular that was like, Oh, cool. Not necessarily game changing, but like, oh, cool was uh, you got another Daredevil scene in in the movie where um, basically he's defending Happy before an investigation committee of the DOD. Um, So he's representing him. And at the same time, uh, Happy's uh, ring, essentially ring camera, whatever is what is his security camera is going off. And that's where you see that footage of all the guys walking through this house and looking, you know, at, looking at, at the, the screen instead of seeing it instead when he's talking about in hindsight during um, the phone call that Happy has with, with with Peter, they had it there instead. And then that moment, um, you know, Murdoch, you know, he's over to him. He's like, all right, let's let's stick to this right here. We got to get you out of deep water because he's explained to them, you know, uh, that that Happy's not involved in anything with, you know, what was going on with because of Mysterio and the the drones being Stark Tech okay. and all that. So he's basically just, a, you know, representing him in that moment, um, which you caught the idea that that was kind of a thing. I mean, so it was just like, that was like the one scene that was like, oh, cool. Co- probably could have kept that in um, just because I love Daredevil. So more Daredevil would have been welcome for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, outside of that, um, the post credits was just more of like a, like a school, like a school video as if like, you know, Betty is like doing a video like of, of, with the kids and like, you know, recapping everything that's happened and showing some extra footage <clears throat> from the past uh, two other Spider-Man films as well as this one of all the cast together. It kind of felt more of like a homage to like, hey, we had a great trilogy here. This is this is something special. And and it was so, you know, not really much more to say beyond that from from a standpoint of what they showed there. You know, this is an interesting time for the cinema, seeing how they've been re- basically you know, grabbing movies that have been out for a long time or being re-released and, and they're doing really well at the box office. I know Jaws was re-put back out. Um, for a lot of people said that uh, the, the IMAX format, the 3D format was actually pretty good the way it was transitioned. 
not something I went on saw, but just interesting. Top Gun making history, passing the number five overall. I'm laughing. Like, you would have asked me if yeah. that movie was going to do that good, dude. Right. I would have said, no, I didn't think it was a bad movie by any means. I liked it. Incredible. But I never thought it would be this level of a success. I mean, I joke about it with you. Like, you yeah. know, I was there at Comic-Con when, when Tom Cruise ran on stage <laughs> with the footage. I ended up seeing the movie before anyone else did. You know, a year before it came down. out. Yeah. Yeah. Over, and then, over two years now, actually. Yeah. Right? Two years. Yeah. Almost yeah. two years and before it came out. Two it's years. Crazy. And then, and then, uh, you know, now seeing it in its completion, get there. What a long journey. I, I can imagine people involved in it. I, as a consumer, got to see a part of its uh, journey and then the, what the, the actual people working on. And I know a bit like I, I just not to go off on this because we've we got stuff to talk about. But like yeah. I've heard people say, like, there's no way they're going to do a sequel because like Tom Cruise is like 60 years old. It would take another 60, two, three yeah. years for them to make another one. He'll be like 64, 65 by the time the next one would come out. I can't imagine them doing it, but. Uh, still interesting, nonetheless. He's he's breaking boundaries for people on yeah. um, those ages, and I love to see that. Good for him. Yep. Good for uh, us as the consumers. So yeah, um, not really much more to say on that end. Obed, before we get into She Hulk, Lord of the Rings, and all that good stuff. But anything uh, you did that was fun over this last weekend? Uh, no, the only thing I did was I spent a little bit more time with uh, the Cowabunga collection. That was still pretty good. Um, went back, played the the original arcade game. And finagle around a little bit with the other games. Um, you know, still want to go and, and 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 try the other games and and play them to completion, up, or at least until at the more that that I, I want to play until my patience gives out, <laughs> especially with that first game. Well, uh, so that that first game I finished it when I was a kid. I don't like. I know it's hard, right? It's yeah. not. It's not impossible. Like. There's there's a meme floating around with like Elden Ring and Cuphead like like yeah. having an argument of was like which one's harder and then the here's TMNT saying amateurs like TMNT it's arguably it's challenging right but I don't think it's it's impossible like I I played way harder games even back in the day I think Ninja Gaiden the Ninja Gaiden games are harder um, you know the NES uh, Ninja Gaiden games uh, at least so. Um, no, that's basically the only, the only thing I did. Um, I did, um, did I, did I play any more Elden Ring? I probably played like maybe an hour, like here and there, but. TMNT was your main. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's mean, that's mainly what I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not much. So now that we can cut it short, right. We can probably talk about what we watched um do you want to do she hulk first or we want to do yeah, lord yeah. Of the rings? okay spoiler alert for both yeah. she hulk and the lord of the rings um and also a warning i guess is could it be a trigger warning maybe could be could be yeah um sensitive topics yeah could be we're, we're gonna go into some some uh, uh i guess uh sensitive uh topics here in the, in a minute so all right so it's still really funny and it's still very well written that's all i gotta say that's all i gotta say (laughs) i know that people freaking hate it dude but if you come in with like the expectation that this is a comedy you're gonna have a good time you have to set the expectation you cannot come in expecting that this is something crazier and you know freaking 
uh, Winter Soldier, right? It's it is oh, no. a yeah. comedy. Um, I think this episode had the best like fourth wall breaking moments. Yeah, that like that that, that 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 those were were really good. Um, and and yeah, I mean, most of the episode is play. It's comedy. It's a comedic yeah. action episode, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Now, when uh, when the 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 party girl gets transported into like this other dimension, and she starts talking about the talking yeah. goat and the and it's like yeah. my fist so confirmed. I know. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so it's like that's the first, and I'm 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 a hundred percent sure. That that was done on purpose to keep the official oh, sure. confirmed thing going because I know that you know. Uh, uh, go ahead. They say, did you see in the in the the credits reel that they had the art of her actually like signing with the goat? Did you see that in the the Crick art thing oh, at the I end? You know, the I end may have, of the I may different have thing. Just looked away or something because I was okay. waiting for the yeah yeah. yeah. They okay. just like have like a quick because I was looking for it and I was like, is this? She says it's like a goat thing, but like, is it a goat? Is it a man? Is it this? I don't know. And regardless, uh, you know, it could still be like to your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was pretty good. Um, I, I I thought that it was more nefarious, right? Uh, when uh, when Donnie Blaze, <laughs> um, <clears throat> when I I thought it was a lot more nefarious with, you know. With the Donnie Blaze and 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 then the girl saying, "Hey, you know, I've I had this thing with the you know those the goat man, right?" Um, I, I thought that that Donnie was actually like like feeding people to this entity, yeah. so he would become stronger. But I guess he's yeah. like he had no clue what he was doing, right? He was yeah. like, go- "It's a good point." Yeah. So like I, I thought that, but then when uh, towards the uh, later part of the episode when they're they were in the courtroom it's like oh no he has no clue what he's doing he's just an idiot yeah. right um yeah not much to say Wong was great yeah Wongers yeah yeah <laughs> it, was, it was funny it's funny it's like, I, why do people hate it dude IGN gave it a 9 out of 10 wow <laughs> you know, IG, interesting yeah <laughs> so I don't. I, I take it, dude. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll. I guess we'll continue the topic, right? Because it's yeah. like, where, where is this hate coming from? Because it's. Yeah, I we and we're gonna walk. There's gonna be a theme around this uh, for sure about, um, and, and we've mentioned this multiple times on the podcast. Like, have these people really seen, like, the horrible, like, really bad bad tv shows and movies out there because there, yeah. some people are acting like this is the worst thing they've ever seen and i'm like oh bed and i can tell you we've seen some real stinkers that have no business that some real like negative ones <laughs> like like really bad level things that i i will never watch again yeah. terribleness <laughs> that people compare these like, kinds of shows yeah, to like, that like, doesn't make any sense people say it's like oh this this like the movies the worst i mean what were you know the movies the worst yeah. or the show was bad i was like i mean is it is it is it worse than titans or, or is it worse right. than catwoman <laughs> right is it you know like there's there's bad ones out there. Yeah. Um. Some real. You know. Is, is it worse than Morbius? <laughs> is it worse than Morbius? Now on Netflix. What's <laughs> bad, bro? <laughs> um. I will say though, all that put aside, this week's episode that came out today, um, for She-Hulk here on this Thursday here of September the eighth, 
I actually did not like it as much as I thought I was going to. And I think it has to do with like, I I'd mentioned this to you before, like how there was some early, I guess, screeners sent to some, some press, not us, <laughs> but mm -hmm. some other press people out there. And they were like, Oh my goodness. Like by the fourth episode, it's as good as one division. And I was like, well, that's a bold statement. Seeing that kind of stuff. And like you can't compare apples to oranges, a different kind of show. It's it, not yeah. uh, WandaVision is not a comedy. It has like any like all the Marvel things. They have their balance of drama and comedy. Don't get me wrong. Um, that's what we love about the MCU. It's, it's good on its own merit. It's good, right? This is a completely separate thing. And so I think that definitely skewed my my perspective. However, if I have to break down the bones of the story for this episode. Uh, I felt to me like it was more of like a higher budget CW episode, like the whole like seeing her have to go out and doing her the Tinder dating. dates or whatever. And like that kid was kind of like a running. I was like, all right, the second time the third, I was like, all right, it's kind of getting a little like ready for the next thing now, you know. Johnny Blaze felt like a CW freak of the week, you know, yeah. character. You know, you got Mr. Twirly Man on Flash one episode and then he's gone the next, you know, felt a little bit like that. Yeah. Now that does that mean that this was the worst thing? Like I'm like I'm saying, no, 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 not at all, not at all, um, not at all, not. Uh, but I just felt like, out of all of them, from a standpoint of the um, expectations and and compare, trying to compare to to other shows, I felt like it lacked, it had the least progress um, from from overall for the character. I, I agree, um, yeah. and it kind of felt more stale on that. But it, like it felt more like a filler episode. End, it felt more like a filler episode. Yeah. But then when you get that little thing at the end where it's like the lawsuit where she's getting served papers, you're like, okay, so now this is this is where you get a little bit of that payoff. I feel like that's going to for sure come back. You know, I'm not for sure. We know that's where they're leading into the next episode. And I look forward to that. So it's still, even though it has that stuff, I still look forward to, you know, the next thing. And and I and I must say with this show, like it's it's important to understand what kind of show you're watching. And this is just to echo the same sentiments yeah. you said, like people got to understand it's it's it, they they've made it clear this is a comedy. It's there's a lot of again when I say watch up the legal stuff, like I mentioned it last week, like there's a lot of stuff they do from a legal standpoint that I'm like that's not even legal, but it's just them just trying to have matter. fun yeah. with it. Like yeah. it's not you can't watch it as this like grounded this isn't like a Christopher Nolan like shit I know. show or this, something. This isn't, you know? this isn't this is a few good very men. goofy. Yeah. This is this is something but, you have to just have that kind of personality. Yeah, if if you go it. if you go in expecting like court sequences <laughs> like a few good men or something like right, you know, <laughs> like, the, like some of these crazy like legal like yeah, uh, you know, movies or shows. It's like it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna yeah. be like that. But yeah, not at all. So so I think that that's I think that's like more so the point I want to say like, around with the episode. Like I I do. I do long for them to portray and, and, and I'm not going to go off on a tangent on this, but I felt a little bit of this way with Miss Marvel. I didn't feel this way with one of them. I felt this way a little bit with Miss Marvel where I'm like, some of the portrayals of the female heroes is like, they're doing stuff with them that they would never do with the guys. If you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that kind of bothers me a little bit uh, for some people may not totally did, get it. Did you, but I'm like, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. But it just, for me, it's just like, like there's some like the whole like there's certain sequences stuff that they're doing that I'm like if this was Spider Man or if this was Daredevil, you know even characters that have more humorous stuff I'm like I don't know necessarily you would go fully this route with extended sequences of some of these things, and you would give them more of the stuff that that really is exciting and I want them to to she is an is an amazing exciting character and when we do get those moments like when we get her like 
fully like you know battling random bat goblins or whatever yeah. like I want more of that kind of crazy at the end of the episode the week before where she's beating up the the, the street thugs you know that sold the Asgardian weapons or whatever like I want to see her do more really cool stuff like that that you would have given more scenes like that to the guys give it to the girls too and I love that so I think that's what I liked about like Captain Marvel for an example like you know her uh, hero ascension you get these really cool sequences that you would have that you would have gotten with other male characters, I felt at least with with it. Um, maybe there's some other things we could talk about separately that maybe could have been done differently. But, totally, but from yeah. the overall arc of the character going up, it's like, you know, it's it, it's good. Same thing I feel with Black Widow. But with these shows, I would like to see them uh, change the approach a little bit uh, overall. But I'm not going to go on that tangent. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Oh, did, did you get to watch that video that I sent you? I did. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Because that, that's kind of yeah. like what, what I said uh, a couple of weeks ago where, yeah. you know, you can't forget about your legacy characters. And, you yes. know, now you have this this new generation that learned who these characters were and, and want to go and read the comics and get new stuff and new material on, on these heroes. And, and then when they go, they're either dead or have been replaced. And, yeah. and it's a problem, right? So... Um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that the disconnect that the, that's going on at Marvel right now. I know that Kevin Feige has a plan. Uh, he pulled it off, yeah, right. Yeah, and, definitely. And I, I'm sure that he can, you know, he can pull it off again. It's just that um, I I think that the problem that we're having is that we're still uh, we're still on that cooldown period from Endgame, and it's true. Like it's it's tough, right? It's tough. Like other than Spider Man, like everything has been <laughs> yeah. okay or hit and miss, right? Ch- uh, I really enjoyed Chang Chi. Yeah, for it's sure. my that, favorite outside. That was of really good. Spider Man. Yeah. Um, but they it's it's really it's tough, dude. Like they're in a tough place, right? They they had this ten year plan. They pulled it off. And really it well. was awesome, right? It, it we gotta go through this cooldown period, and I know that it's like we're tired. <laughs> like I already said that I'm tired. Like I'm watching She-Hulk because I really do find it very entertaining. I still haven't watched one episode of Miss Marvel, um, but it, we we cannot lose track of uh, those legacy heroes that um, that made the MCU what it is, right? And and at some point we have to revisit it, whether it be, you know, flip the universe and it's a different actor playing the same character as long as it's the proper casting. But it, it's it's going to take time. It's going to take time. Yeah. And, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying and I agree. That's what I, that's the direction I want them to go to. Like, like use like that multiversal, uh, since you're in the multiverse, like you can actually pull from oh, and yeah. keep these characters alive and another representation. But I can't help but feel like, and we'll probably, maybe by the time you guys listen to this podcast, news of all very broken um, from this weekend with D23, but I can't help but feel like their next few years, I think Fantastic Four and X-Men are going to be replacing the legacy characters, which technically they are legacy characters, Fantastic Four and X-Men, when you look at, um, you know, from from the comic book standpoint. I think that's, it's, if anything, they're going to take some of those legacy characters and, and reintroduce them on the big screen. They've already had at film adaptations before, but give something fresh to them. Um, I, I'm with you. I'm of the same mindset. I want them to bring back, like, an alternate version of Iron Man, you know, like I, we would have, I, we said for a while, like we would have loved to have seen like 
maybe like Tom Cruise or something as Iron Man in Multiverse of Madness and like some other things they could do just for, for fun. Yeah, talk about um, missed opportunities, right? Where, where you yeah. can just like really go really crazy, right? And and they did, right? Because what they brought yeah. was excellent, right? But but that, I think that they did a terrible job as, as subverting expectations. I think the expectations oh, yeah. were through the roof, right? And yeah. it did not deliver. It's like when you order a pizza, right? And you've heard that this pizza is the best pizza in town, right? And you get your pizza, and it's enjoyable. And it's like it's still, you know, it's still good pizza, but it wasn't. It wasn't the pizza that I was expecting. So pizza's a pizza, but some pizzas are better. Yeah, no, absolutely. We can we can totally agree to <laughs> to, to the sweatiness of the uh, of, oh. the, of the sauce and the situation, right? <laughs> I so. know that reference. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, again, I'm still really enjoying yeah. the show. I think it's funny. The the 30 minute format works. Yeah, uh, it doesn't really work for other more complex shows. Like I think Loki could benefit from uh, more uh, expansive episodes, like uh, like the boys and Lord of the Rings. We'll talk about it in a minute. Um, but I think the 30 minute uh, format really helps it. You know, it's it doesn't overstay its welcome. Um, so th there's there's always going to be some cringe, right? And it's like a super on the nose, and it's the show is super self aware, right? Yeah. About you know fandom in general, so it, they they know what they're doing. Uh, I think I think it's good. So, Lord of the Rings, because we we had lunch earlier this week, and we we kind of tried to avoid as much as we could but but, we were so hyped but we were really hyped <laughs> yeah um i really really enjoyed it yeah i yeah. really really enjoyed it dude um <laughs> i tried to hold it back last week and remember i just yeah, yeah, briefly yeah. like yeah. and said I, could, something I, could about tell, it. I could tell that you were that you were very positive i couldn't wait to watch more i only watched the yeah. first episode i gotta give it see the second yeah I, I could tell that you were very you were very positive on it and then we we briefly talked about it uh, during yeah. lunch this week and um i i really liked it visually dude it's like probably the best show out there like it's nuts. <laughs> like yeah that's it's it yeah. um uh, i think that the you know uh we're getting the best the best i think that we we could expect like this is like a best case scenario i think uh, as of now right i don't yeah. know how the rest of the season is gonna go exactly um you know th my only gripe it's there's a dominican elf now i'm just <laughs> bro are you kidding me we'll talk about it we'll we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there yeah um i i think my my only gripe is the uh the l i, I feel like the elf's hair should be yeah. like the long like flowing hair which is like mm -hmm. uh what we've what we I mean, we're accustomed to, right? But I think that that's how it's described in the books as well. So, yeah. Um, uh, unless that's something that came that's a tradition that came in later. I mean, again, this is like what six thousand years before, yeah, the Lord of the Rings, right? Something like that, yeah, something man. crazy like that. Um, you know, it's at least four thousand years because you know we know that Elrond refers to the the day that they. That that uh, um, Isildur took the the ring. It was three thousand years before Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'm I'm guessing this is probably about a thousand years, maybe two thousand years before the War of the Ring, right? Yeah. 
So um, I, I think that, you know, putting a, a, a young, like, not Hugo Weaving and a, and a young, not Cate Blanchett, like, it works, right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't re- it doesn't take me out. Uh, it doesn't take me out. Um, I just I don't think I know that I know that there's been like fandom criticism about some of the casting choices. Yeah. Um, I have zero problems because the characters are freaking good. <laughs> See, oh, he said it. Like I could I would have a problem, right? If you put a Puerto Rican guy playing an elf and it's like hey look at me i'm an elf i shoot the arrows and then i'm super cool guy right and acting cool and try and being like out of character like that would bum me out right but you know when you have a diverse cast and they stick to their character yeah zero issues zero i i know that I, I, I just don't understand it, right? Uh, in some cases, I could see it. Um, you know, the... Like, the, the out-of-the-blue, uh, like, black Superman, right? Like, yeah. you have to first establish a lore and then do it. Like, you just, like, the Will Smith thing. Like, when Will Smith was rumored to be cast as Superman, and we still haven't gotten to the black Superman in the comics... That to me was a problem, right? Because you're yeah. really like going out of the Lord just to go into the the movie with this huge, like box office attraction that was Will Smith was at the time, um, just for the sake of it. Uh, I'm glad that didn't work out, and we got uh, that other superhero pseudo movie with Will Smith that wasn't very good, but at least it wasn't <laughs> Hancock. I hated that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, what is this trash? I think I watched it once. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. I was like, huh? It's crazy. We'll talk about one star uh, ratings. I've I've seen Mortal Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation more times than I've seen Hancock. How's that? Uh, (laughs) So I, I don't have a problem. I mean, I know, I know that that you probably feel the same way that yeah. that, that I feel on 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 this thing, uh, and I know that there was some other like another fan outrage over uh, Game of Thrones uh, in the last sure. few weeks. I don't care, guys. It's like as long as they're playing the character well and they're doing the thing, I don't care. I don't care, and you know. Oh, you're saying it because you're a minority. No, because <clears throat> I just talked about Hancock and Superman and Will Smith. So it, it's it's clear, right, that in some situations, right, where you you can't can't do a black Gandalf. That'd be weird, right? Uh, I mean, you probably could. He's just a wizard. I mean, he's a wizard. And he's not even from Earth. They're from a, the, yeah. like another dimension. I, honestly, altogether. like yeah. I really yeah, can't right. think right. of. I really can't think of many. Screw even it. when it comes to Superman, I'm like, he's like it's an alien. Like it just depends on how you do it. Like you know to, like how you just said about the the elf thing. It's yep. the same thing. It's like you can make it the real. I'm the I'm the elf. <laughs> you yeah. know, he's sort of speaking in Spanish, and it's like yeah. trying to be like a trope to try and like, soy el elfo and uh, <laughs> yeah, like like you're doing yeah. it in a way to 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 checkbox but you're also kind of you know playing on stereotypes yeah and then you can have them be people that are really well that they're they're there they are playing their character 
and um, they're respected equally like everybody else. And you don't have to almost like play to a stereotype, play to Absolutely. their eth- ethnic, you know, like with that's, you know, I, you don't need to, the same way I, you don't need to have like the white elf come in and he's speaking with like a, a Southern Twain action. Like he's from Alabama. Exactly. You know, like you don't need to do that. Like yeah. you could just, they're just, they're elves are there. Like it's, it's fine. I think, I think there's something to be said about the really quality just really means when you have people represent and, 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 and have the same opportunities as someone else does. It doesn't mean you can't represent culture and things. I'm not saying that either. Cause people say, Oh, you want them to act like this? Like, I'm not saying that there's black Panther. That's a good example of showing culture. Yeah. Um, but doing it in a really graceful way, it just, there's time and place for everything. Was there, was there, uh, I don't recall, right. Eddie. Yeah. Because he's freaking excellent. Um, but yeah. was there any outrage about uh, Giancarlo Esposito being a, a high imperial uh, officer on on Mando? Because I, you know, the Empire were racist, like straight up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so. I, I don't remember it. Um, I'm sure there's a very weird group of people out there. I mean, because they're, impossible just, just, the they're just mad racist, because so, they're mad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the reason is. Yeah. But I mean, Obed, John, you just mentioned John Carl. I was thinking, I literally was thinking of him as you were saying, because I'm like, there's about to be a D23. Again, people, this may have already dropped by the time people are listening to this. Yep. There may There is strong rumors. I am not saying this is gospel until it comes out as news. There's strong rumors that Giancarlo Esposito may be like Professor Xavier or even Magneto for crying out loud. You know what? Okay. Like he would if be. If that happens, that can change a lot. He would be excellent I will wait and see. as Xavier. I think he would I be. I think he would be great. Ex- oh, yeah. Xavier, the voice right? and the personality. And that, right. And that, and when you think about it, right, that's a lore break right there. That is. But consider the quality of the actor. Like, yeah. like, you yeah. know, you're like, you know, you know, like, and you haven't watched the boys, dude, but yeah. it's, he's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it, it's crazy. Right. I mean, I, I think of, I, I think don't of have a problem with it, man. There's times where they've switched stuff and I actually like it. Like, uh, I think of like, um, you know, like the daredevil, like the Ben Affleck daredevil, like Michael Duncan, like Michael Clark Duncan being Kingpin. I like oh, that yeah. Kingpin, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. care if it was, you know, oh, it's not this bald white guy. I don't there's times you can do it and do it really tastefully. Yeah. And, and I just exactly. it just really depends um on how it's done. But yeah, I'm I'm really I think it's really important the message of what we're saying right here that you know, you can do things like this and make it special and, and can make Lord of the Rings be something that is for everybody without um playing stereotypes and tropes i don't need them to i think to do sequences and scenes that make yeah just just do the story just do the story and we're fine exactly that's the i, I think that's the you know uh part of the problem is that w- some some of these characters usually get typecasts and and then yeah now that you have them on you know you have a you know a dominican elf and and a and a black hobbit and or harfoot or whatever right um it's and people get it. I was like, oh, oh, that's impossible. I was like, well, how do you know? So we're talking about a fictitious place with fictitious, like there's a wizard that can talk to bugs. And there, there's a there's another wizard with a black armor that can live forever. You know. <laughs> These people take it like, like as if like, you know, it's, right? it's so hard to comprehend, you know. Well, honestly. <laughs> <clears throat> and that's the, that's the problem that I have with it, right? And then they call it woke. It's like I did not see any 
woke like preachiness or anything on Lord of the Rings. They're calling it woke because it has a diverse cast cast of characters. <clears throat> that's that's not that's not I don't I, think that word means that the what what you think it means, honestly. I think we're gonna have to take a break and come back to keep talking about this for a second. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a couple of things like we yeah. we gotta say. But yeah. TJ, I'm seeing you in the chat, bro. Can't agree more. Scenes are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, acting's fantastic. We got we got stuff to say. We got we got to take a break. I'm, I'm sitting out, but 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 bro, we got more to say about this. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back. Stay uh, stay with us. So, like, th- just leaving that that aside for a moment, right? Um, spoiler alert! You know, again, who do you think the wizard is? Because I, I yes. told you. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I, I instantly was like, okay, we all knew it was a wizard, right? But I was just like, oh, maybe this is like a, a, an ancestor of like Gandalf. Maybe it's not. I didn't think it was Gandalf himself. It's like this grand Gandalf's daddy. Like, I don't know exactly. So I, 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 when I tell you I was so much in the blank, I didn't know. But your theory makes more sense to me. Okay. I think it's Saruman. Because hmm. he, he, he was there for a lot of the, you know, the stuff that happened prior to the, the War of the Ring and all that. So. I think it, I think it's him. Remember, he's like the 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 big wizard, like the big cheese wizard. Yeah. So, um, you know, clearly he's been on Middle Earth for longer than than Radagast and Gandalf and you know and these other guys. So, I think I think it's Saruman, and we'll get it. Now, you know, we'll get we'll get Saruman as a good guy, and we can't. We sort of got him on the Hobbit, right? And but we saw like. Towards the end, we saw the the fear and uh, and his eyes, and then you know part of the reason why he turned. But yeah, it's I, yeah, I think because he is he is warning. We try we're like we're just like Nori's character trying to figure out what exactly it is. Which yeah. I like that perspective. Like we're watching it through her eyes, what he's trying to tell us. Yeah. Uh, and and so you know he's clearly trying to give warnings. You know he he does the very Gandalf thing of you know whispering, and then you know yeah. you see them go out. So. 
cool callbacks to, to, to what we've seen done before on the live screen from a Lord of the Rings thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's Gandalf. And I think you have a great point of saying like, you know, this character was good before they turned bad. And there's a lot of characters, Obed, that that's the same thing that happens with them. Yeah. So, you know, like we were going to see in this show when uh, the rings were forged. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of elves, yeah. a lot of elves get corrupted too. Yeah. So. The white elf, the white orcs are all former elves. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, so there, there's stuff to, to, to be said there. I, hey, don't, put I, label, I don't know don't anything put about labels Lord of the Rings. on orcs, Joe. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, but, but seriously, like, like, you know, you, 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 like that was a good tease. I love a lot of the teases in this, like the kid, for an example, you know, who, who who's his daddy and what does he do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's the thing because I don't think the kid necessarily is special. I think it's just that he found that 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 sword and and you know it somehow got him enchanted. Kind of like kind of like what the uh, the uh, is it the palantir the, uh, the 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 big like sphere does to uh, oh, yeah, Mary yeah. right. So kind of like that, like like the like this like the horcruxes that. <laughs> that that yeah. that Sauron house out there get you know they they mess up with people's head so I think that's a good that's a good point it could be as simple as that it's just for me it's like you have you have the statement that's said right by the the one elf that goes into the town I'm, I can't remember his name now but you know when he when he's in in the town there and he, he's speaking I was gonna say Andor <laughs> but it's something like that yeah, yeah. so when he when he's speaking. Um, so the lady there, like he, he say, he he kind of insults her. He's like, yeah, isn't the people of this town like they were fable to Mordecai and like saying like they they these your people? And she's like, they were my friends. Da, 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 da. Like, don't be careful what you're saying about them. But like, they clearly had some strong dark influences over that that town over the people. And then you have the one other exposition that I felt was very intentional when. The, when the boy's going to find the sword that had the friend is saying to him, like, yes, yeah, didn't your dad just walk out and leave with you? Like, where'd he even go? And or something like that. He so probably, yeah, he those two, yeah, those two things to me made me feel like he may not necessarily be like, you know, all the way up, but I'm like, is he like related to the witch King or something like that? Like, I don't know, but is there some kind of uh, element there? Cause it's his blood specifically that's going up towards yeah. the actual but, blade that ignites it yeah. I, I don't want to read into it like to your point like it could just be just the evil drawing to him yeah but i almost exactly. feel like it's in his bloodline we'll see okay yeah yeah well i guess we'll wait and see <clears throat> also like like elden ring like broke everything for me and i know that that the uh you know like lord rings is the og right without lord of rings we wouldn't have any of this stuff like without lord of the rings we objectively didn't wouldn't have any Star Wars, Game of Thrones, all yeah. this stuff, right? Uh, Harry Potter, Narnia, and, and like all this, right? So, um, it, it it just it took like the intro was very yeah. very Elden Ring, like like you see the tree like and the tree dries up and burns. It was, it was like, and I was like, oh, it's like it ruined it for me because now everything's Elden Ring, like all all high fantasy is Elden Ring. Um, which should play the game. Every, I think everyone that it's uh, you know at least a bit inclined into high fantasy should play that game. Um, 
but yeah it's a uh, it's it was good man visually stunning for sure um can't wait to see like the you know the, the how it plays out i i really like the characters like there's no character that i don't like like i even like the dwarves and i, I that, those were my least favorite i know i love I, I thought they were hilarious like, yeah Durin, right Durin, he was great yeah Durin, which yeah. you know is very uh, important uh if you future uh, lineage yeah. of the dwarves because Durin was the one that amassed the treasure right that the, yeah. the smoke was good yes. yeah okay yeah yes yes that's why to me that one at the end right when his father is showing him what's in the box i'm like is that the king's jewel is that oh the, the, okay yeah, is that, that what he's, that's glowing is that it yeah. that we're gonna see there right the arkenstone mm -hmm. um but tj you have a great question here about saying do, do we think that the boy could be some sort of relative to Aragon long down the line. They reference Future King at one point. That definitely was that one sequence in that bar, wherever kind of place, was definitely a reference to Aragon. Because yeah. them saying, like, like this dude just stands up in the middle. Yeah. It's like, yo, our king will come. Like, da, da, da. That was totally a reference to Aragon. There's the no dude, way around that. The now, dude, that them, yeah. this is a character that's just like prof prophecy, if that makes sense. Yeah. But that boy being referenced really to Argon, I don't see it. I don't think so. But I'm not writing it off. The dude, the dude on the boat is totally a Numenor dude. The dude in the boat with the, that save Galadriel, yeah. Okay. Like he's a new, okay. he's a Numenor for sure. Okay. So he he could be the one that's like from that that's kingdom. E, like he's probably like Isildur's like ancestor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, man, this show's good. I like it. I know, right? I like it. I like it, dude. It's, they're building something that Elrond's talking yeah. about building. What is this thing that they're building, bro? That's going to be significant, I have yeah. to imagine. There's so many great setups well, that the, they the, have. The, in the this. building is the the is the rings because Caleb, the, did, you, did you play Shadow Mordor, Joel? It's been a while. Okay, man. so Caleb, yeah, Caleb Rainbow is the one that forged the rings. Oh, okay. So he, he's the one that came up with the plan, right? And he uh, originally concocted the plan to unite men, uh, dwarves, and elves, right? And that's okay. that would be that should be like a union, and then they would make Middle Earth progress. But then uh, he gets uh, tricked into building um, the Master Ring for uh, mm. Sauron, and then that's how it all comes out. So, yeah, and yeah. then he gets betrayed, he gets killed, turns into a wraith. And then video games happen. Uh, <laughs> video games that may or may not be canon in this, but yeah. right, right. No, yeah. We'll find out. They're to me, they're they're handling a lot of canon in this show. To me, they they're not. I know people are like, "Oh, this has nothing to do." I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I'm it's I'm good, feeling though. that they're they're definitely taking a new take, but there's definitely a lot of uh, respect to what was, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can't wait to see more. Tomorrow's going to be a, another episode. I look forward to. It, watching it at nine o'clock yeah. tomorrow i i really and i you know i just a, a a few a few other things um like i i like that they what they really what they're really doing with elron and and galadriel because like they, they're showing that elron was not always so uptight like mm -hmm. he had a like a softer side and then the war changed him right mm -hmm. versus we see galadriel where she's like after the enemy like very uh you know doubtful of uh you know the the whole like going back to valinor and all this 
like all this stuff like like she feels like there's a there's a job to be done right but then when we see her in lord of the rings she's more poised and very powerful and all this stuff so so we see those two um storylines and 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 i'm 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 curious to see where they where they're going to go with their growth but like the eventuality is that you know Elrond is he's a, a fair leader of the elves, but he also he's also very uptight. And then we see yeah. Galadriel more of a recluse because of the fear of being tempted by the ring and all this, but also very powerful. So very powerful and extremely helpful towards Frodo and very um, supportive, pivotal, yeah, of, of, of his of his movement of what he's doing with the foot, the fellowship, yeah. And, so and, and um, we all know that, she, and she would want that to continue yeah. on. She just she couldn't be a part of it. Exactly, and we and we you know we know that when when it was all said and done, and when the enemy was truly vanquished. Yes. <clears throat> she went to Valinor with Frodo and, and their gang, so Yes. Yeah. It it was good. I don't I really don't know. People saying I hate it. Hate what? It was good. You you're um, you're not I'm not gonna give people name call people names. Every person no, who doesn't yeah. like this is a is a race. Every person <clears throat> no, doesn't like this. No, I'm totally not saying not. that there are people who, who opinion, I've read if you I've watch read it. things <laughs> online. Right, if you watched it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I and 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 I'm totally totally okay with that have you having that opinion uh i just don't agree with you <laughs> so I, but you know what i'm enjoying it and, yeah. and i'm glad to keep enjoying it. hopefully it keeps going on very well so do you enjoy call of duty <laughs> my favorite was, game of all time um uh, i i played my my fair share um yeah so there's a it's a whole bit of drama going on with uh with call of duty right now or i guess with activision um and we're seeing some stuff that got out there um with uh jim ryan and i guess uh some part of the uh, discussion between um playstation and xbox and when they were trying to get to agreements pertaining call of duty um and yeah i guess that um the, the the deal is that Microsoft offered three additional years after the current um, agreement expires. So it would mean that I think it's approximately until 2027 um, Call of Duty will still appear on PlayStation and after that it will be a Microsoft exclusive product. Um, and, uh, Jim Ryan said that it was BS <laughs> basically yeah. that's, yeah. you know, what happened, um, a very interesting data point, um, that I, that I found out after this whole discussion started happening, right. Um, PlayStation was, um, I guess Activision's biggest consumer or client, um, I think they encompass like a like a thirteen or sixteen percent of their sales, something like that. And then it was followed by like the mobile stores, like Apple and Google, and then Xbox. So it's it's weird. Like they still need that. Like they're like, are, are you telling me? Uh, hear me out. Right, <clears throat> you're going to buy a company, and you. You buy the company, and after you know the deal said and done, 
you're going to cut off 15% of your revenue stream <laughs> when you still have to pay the how many how, how big was this thing it's like almost four billion dollars or whatever yeah wow. huge it's crazy it was like was it Lucasfilm was cheaper than this it's crazy <laughs> Marvel was yeah well Marvel's a it's a gift dude that was a that was a slam dunk right there yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> but what do you think man yeah i i um i think that was the first thing i thought of too was like do they want to lose money like are they trying to like fall into hard times because my first my first thought was like isn't there way more call of duty members that are more active on the psn than they are on the microsoft network xbox network i don't know um but if they believe that there's enough people that love the product I do believe there's something to say about people who would buy a console just purely for the product. I mean, I think I think of like the MLB, the game stuff where people yeah. would like literally say, "I, I play everything it. else in here, but I have to have, you know, this yeah. thing in order to play this game." Yeah. So there is an argument to be made for that. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that. I just don't think that's the road you want to walk, in my opinion. I think you want to, if anything strike a deal with with your competitor and say, look, at the end of the day, we're going to get the better end of the deal because we're the ones who hold the property and, and Microsoft should. I think Microsoft deserves to to make that. They made the investment to buy it. They deserve to make the most money out sure. of it. That's only fair. Yep. But you don't cut, you know, you don't cut off the other arm, yeah. uh, you know, to, to make that to make that happen because it's only going to be more painful for them down the line. That, that's literally bad, bad PR in the community. Yeah, that's a that's a good analogy. When you say it, I was like, oh, that thing's going to cost me an arm and a leg. And that's basically yeah. what they're like. Honestly, that this is what that's what it is. Right. Yeah, it's a bad it's a bad long term. I, I can't imagine yeah. unless they really believe with between now and whatever it's 26, 27, that they have some kind of plan that they're like, oh, no, no, listen, our consoles are going to be so like bypassing everything that we have such confidence that we can make plans to really move into that. Unless, and if they are, unless Xbox that's just, bold. Yeah, they, unless Xbox know, just straight up uh, abandons hardware and they just become Game Pass. too. And they just become and, Game Pass and they're on PlayStation. So, And then that makes sense. Yeah. There, there could be things that we're not thinking of, is my point, that yeah. they know that we don't. On paper, it sounds... Yeah, not, like it, it's not very good. Yeah, it seems like Microsoft really does have a a uh, a roadmap for mm -hmm. this, right? Um, the way that they've been treating hardware uh, recently, it's I I don't know, right? It's something smells off. Yeah, on on their end, and I think that they're just easing everyone into. You know the the Game Pass is gonna be their thing. The Game Pass is gonna be on everything, um, and you know eventually we'll we'll get like a, you know the uh, Game Pass only Xbox. You know they're still gonna have their own thing, right? But Xbox is gonna be on PlayStation. Like we said it a few years that I think it was probably a couple of years ago. We we said sure. it when Game Pass came out. I was like I like it wouldn't shock me that this thing is gonna end up on PlayStation, and then you can. You know they're they're gonna get your money, and yeah. they're gonna get their money, and that's uh, that's how they're gonna play it, right? Um, I I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it's just I, Call of Duty, right? Yeah, I don't I don't care. <laughs> my my thing is now, right? 
depending on what the plan is we don't know we again we don't have detail um information on what the the plan is uh past the uh five to seven year thing that they have going on what if just playstation says okay you know now they have bungie and they have uh they they have bungie and insomniac what if you make a get to get you know and and gorilla and just have them work on a call of duty killer like you got three studios that made really good uh, first-person shooters, and you know, you Insomniac made Resistance, I mean, you know, Killzone from Guerrilla, and then you get, uh, and you know, Bungie made Halo and Destiny. What if they come up with something that to compete directly with Call of Duty? I mean, you probably have to, but some people will say, and I'm not one of those people, but some people will say like, oh, Battlefield, like those are the competitor to oh, these things, right? It flopped hard, dude. It flopped hard. And I also feel like there's something about the name. Like, it is a legacy name. Call of Duty. Like, just, you put the title on it, people are going to buy the next one. Just because the name's on it, and they, they just have a good time with them. So, they really, really, really... <laughs> but what if, what if Sony buys, like, a legacy IP, like a dormant IP, like, that people are really behind, like, I don't know, like, Medal of Honor or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this comment here, TG is cracking me up. He's saying, uh, uh, Call of Duty needs to be a crossplay 100%. If not, it'll fall off big. My opinion would hurt game streaming on Twitch tremendously if they oh, do yeah. that. It plays a huge part in the game sales right now. Uh, and he's saying, you know, if, if they go Xbox exclusive is what he meant that, that he doesn't like that idea at all. And no, and uh, I think, I think that's interesting. Cause I know, I know you're, you know, you're, you're, uh, you know, an Xbox, a happy Xbox owner. And, and that's, that's wonderful. And, and uh, you know, I think it's an interesting perspective just hearing that conversation around like what really helps move those games is like they're streaming. And if you're only streaming on some devices and making exclusive, like there's, I, I can't imagine positive effects, but yeah. maybe there's something we don't know. Um, I'm trying to, to stay. Cause that, I mean, yeah. Jim Ryan coming out and saying this, like there's also a little bit of politics too, right? Like he's, it, he's it, like, don't, yeah, don't oh, blame yeah. us, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, I think he's playing the game. That, yeah, you got to remember Jim Ryan's a PR guy. He is. He knows how to control play the, the narrative. Game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like the the way that that uh, that I look at it, right, is that he's putting this thing out there now and saying, "Listen, guys, eventually, it's not next this year, next year, it's not 2025. Eventually, we're not gonna have Call of Duty." <clears throat> yeah. So I don't know. I mean. Call of Duty should, could flop too. Look at Halo Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that—that's a huge game. I mean, Halo is huge, that, right? Saying, a lot like, of it, like like players are saying it's it's done. Like it's done. Like, yeah, that's crazy to think. I would never have thought that would happen. With, they canceled with the franchise. multiplayer. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see. Yeah, that. they canceled. Oh, that's the, huge. Yeah, yeah, dude. The multiplayer now the uh, co-op. Um, Please, Ubisoft, do not mess up Assassin's <laughs> Creed this weekend when you make your announcement. Yeah. Um, no, you know, I know you're excited about that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, 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 I don't care. And I know that there's a lot of people that do like a lot of the Call of Duty tournaments are played on PlayStation. Like they're a sponsor, like a tournament sponsor. That's true. Right. And that what's going to yeah. happen there. So I don't know. I don't, this is going to force PlayStation to buy something. <laughs> and I, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be, you know, like a 
crap studio here and like, a, oh, we bought a small studio that makes mobile games. Like, like, they has to be, they have to do something significant. But again, on the other hand, they have, you know, like I said, Bungie, Guerrilla, and Insomniac, that they made some of the best first person shooters out there. They get them together, dude, for, do it, form a team. And do like a and do a proper Call of Duty killer, that could mm -hmm. that could be it, right? Yeah. So, well, I guess we'll wait and see on that. Um, little bit of breaking news, Joe. There's a um, we we talked about the uh, Skylands Media, which was uh, the studio that a Amy Hennig is uh, a part of now. Um, we talked about how they had a deal with Marvel to work on a game. Allegedly, there's going to be a reveal tomorrow and the game is going to be a Captain America and Black Panther team-up game uh, wow. set in World War II. Wow. That's cool. It's awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I know that you have feelings about this, sir. Go ahead. Oh, I have huge feelings on this because think right off the bat, oh, make a, Cap a Captain America game. Yes. Make a Black Panther game. Yes. What about both? Heck yes. So like, and it's, it's like not something that you would, that I would have predicted like a, a team up game like this, but oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, there's, there's so much that they can do around having these two characters together and setting it in a world war time frame. I do think that also you, you have an opportunity to capitalize on now you don't have to worry about either of those characters really being in the movies because those characters yeah. have already been around. So uh, just give a good game experience. You don't have to worry about, you know, trying to make something that falls in line with the movies. I felt like like you said, the Guardians game, like that was really solid, a recent recent uh, release, right? I really liked like it. There, there's yeah. a lot they can do with this game that I feel like can also kind of fit into that same, that same mold of something that's um, there's just a good time, you know, whether you're into the IP or not. Yeah. Um yeah, so the way the way they're uh saying it's like uh it's gonna be revealed tomorrow at the uh Disney the uh, gaming panel. event. Yep. Uh oh, which by the way, next week we may or may not have a show. Yeah, there's uh, we, a, I'm so there's, much news when we come back. Yeah, and there but they, there's like Joel and I are, are very, very busy with work. Um yeah. and we may have to postpone, but we can have a a full Disney blog when we when we come back. Um but yeah, so basically they're uh they're saying that this would be uh you know uh, no no details on if it's going to be like a co-op game uh, of course it's going to be a um you know a of one you know a story focused story driven game. So um that's that's pretty it's pretty interesting. That's cool. That's uh, good yeah, to know. I agree. I yep. agree. Yep. Um, and uh, last bit of gaming news here. We have a new uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Nintendo Switch OLED, which looks very, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I am not really big into the whole branded Switch. I like my my things. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the minimalistic kind of person. Uh, but this looked very nice. They, they look very, very cool. Um, not much there. I mean, it's it's an OLED, and it's <laughs> you know it's it's coming out on uh, November fourth, and it's gonna be 
three fifty nine ninety nine. So it's it's cool to see them bring like like a, a variety to the OLED, like you know the the switch before like already had its versions. Now that they're trying to get people into OLED or on the holiday season coming up, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yep. Not much there. Um, still waiting for that Nintendo Direct that was <laughs> supposed soon. to that was supposed to happen. Um, I guess next week and uh, allegedly is getting delayed because of the queen's passing so so we'll wait and see r.i.p but we did not forget about you guys it's time for our segment dc what are you doing so what's happening in the wbs this week joe oh my goodness just when i thought we would go a week without an update Gotcha. We're back with another one. <laughs> so we've been saying, you know, that Dan Lynn was going to be the guy. It, it, all uh, sources pointed to it, multiple places confirming that he was going to be the brand new executive leadership of DC Films. And well, um, it seems like that deal has now fallen through and is not completed. In fact, uh, according to the reports, I'm just going to read this off here from The Hollywood Reporters. His sources say a number of factors complicated talks with Warner Bros. Discovery, with a chief sticking point being Lynn's commitment to ride back his prolific production company and ride back Rise, his new pro- nonprofit endeavor. Negotiations went into salary and vision, but ride back remained a complication. One scenario envisioned. Warner Brothers Discovery taking equity stake in the company, although the size was always unclear. So I don't know how to fully read into that. That can mean a lot of different things. I, I say that in the sense of, you know, was that 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 um, I'm assuming Dan Lin wanted his company to be very involved in the creation of the future movies. And maybe yeah. Warner was like, nah, man, we want you. We don't want your company. Um, but at the same extent, if they were talking about possibly buying a large share, maybe he was afraid of losing control of his own company. Like even if he brought it in, this is all speculation because that was it was written. Those sources, part of the Hollywood Report article, can to me go a couple of different ways, and I don't want to um, put something out there that's inaccurate representation. Yeah. But what we can comment on is the fact that well, look at that, another person can't <laughs> can't sit in the seat. That's supposed to be um, a role that really, I mean, open people should be running to, to do this. Yeah, people should be lighting be, up for this thing. So, oh, my guess I get to be in charge of Superman movies and Batman movies and Wonder Woman movies and TV shows and whatever. Like people should be going, oh, my guess, sign me up. Let me audition. And I, and I think there are people who absolutely, you know, based on some of the rumors that have have had conversation interviewed in fact obed one of the people i read though not true this was amy pascal amy pascal had a discussion this was one of the rumors i i don't know how true this is but um so (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's like oh that could be a whole other podcast man (laughs) i don't think i don't think we have enough time for that we have time for that um but the reason i say it is is uh, <laughs> I just can't wait to see what finally happens because there is so much drama around this this circumstance every time we update it, and it just doesn't make sense to me why you know it's so hard to fill these seats. 
very clearly uh, now it makes more sense why we didn't get the DC Fandom event too. If you can't even have a president of your division, how are you going to go out and market future projects? Uh, before we came on here, a new Black Adam trailer dropped. Uh, honestly, I, I've lost a little bit of faith in that movie, Obed, um, okay. and and that's that could be a whole other discussion. But I just I think it will be fine. But I don't think it's going to be what Warner's needs. Warner's having controversy with don't don't worry, darling. The movie trending all over the weekend because people are accusing <laughs> a singer of spitting on a guy. Oh, that all that's, kinds of updates that, and that directors having affairs crazy. with the stars and and there's and these is these are the the two Warner Brother movies are supposed to be coming out this year. I don't think either one of those things that, are going to set be, them. That what could they be need. a movie. That could be a movie in itself. <laughs> a movie about the movie. <laughs> I know. I'd, movie, I'd watch yeah. that. Yeah, um, could be like the disaster artist or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's just so much at Warner's that we can talk about what the heck is going on. But I, I, I still feel like so long as they, when they get somebody in, if they really do consider a really fresh slate on some things, um, I'll stay optimistic. Because at this point, if you're gonna do, you're gonna do something big. You got to commit. I don't want a soft reboot. I want you to commit to something serious and, and going a really yeah. serious direction. Yep. Um, or you or you need to continue on. Don't do this in the middle. Like continue on with what you got then. Bring back the Snyderverse and and continue on that. Either reset it or or continue on. Don't give me a soft reboot. Um but Yeah. You know, but I don't know how you feel about all it's, this. It's yeah, it's it's just weird. Um the whole thing it's it's bizarre at this at this point it's almost laughable right um <laughs> like honestly like next year they have a you know a couple things here and there um how can you you know let this happen and it's like how did this happen but it, it's strange what's strange to me right is that that's what at&t was doing right where when uh or you know when the the HBO Max thing and the movies and all that, I think it was working because at least like it seems like fans were kind of getting excited back again for the product, even if some of it wasn't good, like Titans and all that, you know, right? Um, but it's like they they basically gave away the WB, they sold W uh, or the CW. Uh, I can't remember the, the the company they sold it to. Yeah, and yeah. for like you know a bag of Cheetos and and a ticket yeah. to Disney World. And, yeah, you know it's crazy, dude. I I don't know. I it, it is so kidding. strange, right? That you're looking at one of the premier studios in in the entire you know move in movie history, right? Yeah, and and they're having so many so many problems, and I, I think that this was uh this was a problem years in the making. Like this is not this did not this did not happen overnight. This has been happening since, you know, uh probably Man of Steel. And it's something that has been it that the ball started rolling uh when met with Man of Steel and you know the snowball and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and now it just hit them. And stinks i don't know it there's something weird there's there's the there's something smells like you know what this reminds me of this reminds me of when sears which was do, an okay company was doing okay 
bought Kmart. And then they basically had to close everything down 15 years later. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's what this reminds me of. Wow. You have bro. this legacy thing that's doing good. You have your clientele. You're still selling your products. You have your brands. Hey, let's go ahead and buy this fa this flailing thing here so we can compete better. And then everything closes down because you went bankrupt, bankrupt 15 years later. And now Sears is basically like a Ponzi scheme thing. Like, yeah, uh, yeah it's nuts. Wow. wow. So this, this is what this, this whole like discovery thing reminds me of. I think discovery was doing okay by itself. I think mm -hmm. the WB thing with AT&T was doing okay by itself. Same. I just don't know what, I don't know. Like you see how smooth the Fox Disney thing was? Like they yes, there there was layoffs, right? Yeah. It's to be expected. But everything can like they, they didn't like straight up cancel everything. Like they had projects that dude, like Free Guy and all these other projects and, that came out after the And the bad ones, New Mutants. I mean, <laughs> they let them all come out. They, exactly. They let even the bad ones come out. Pray. They praise it was Well, a, Prey is yeah, yeah, that's dude. fantastic, bro. So that see the difference? Yeah. Bob's over here going like you know, with his <laughs> uh, Obadiah, Obadiah, with his Obadiah stain look that he has got going on right now. And I was like, we should buy them. And it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly. So, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Well I guess we'll wait and see on what happens here. But Joe, go ahead and plug us in, sir. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for listening and watching this week's episode of No Low Time. You know, as we say, we don't make a profit from this show. And the only way you can really support us is by doing a simple thing of just subscribing. You know, if you're if you're listening to our podcast, go ahead and subscribe on places like uh, Google Play and SoundCloud and Spotify and Amazon Music and Apple Music. You know, going into hitting that subscribe, hitting subscribe on our YouTube channel. Those little things make a huge difference for us and really helps us out as we do this as a passion from our hearts that we just enjoy uh, having these discussions uh, with you all. So thank you for being with us on this journey. We also would ask you even to write a review about No Low Time on those podcast platforms priorly mentioned that really would help us out in sharing the word. You can follow us on social media at No Low Time on the social media if you're watching the video down below. Uh, you can follow us at No Low Time, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also follow us on Twitch, No Load Time, all together. And last but not least, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Thank you all so much. And we'll stay tuned to our, to our socials as we'll let you know when we have our next episode of No Load Time. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.